What is going on, everybody? We are back for episode 23 of the Most Prevailing Stories podcast. The Board of Aldermen recently voted on the school budget for the 2023-24 school year, and we're going to get into that later with an interview from our very own Superintendent Dr. Ana Kutaya. But first, we'll get into some news and sports as always. Stay tuned for another great episode coming your way. This year's Teacher, Parent, and Para of the Year was recently announced. Congratulations to Kelly Jones, Ellen Connors, and Ashley Grant Eckhart on receiving this recognition. Your hard work and dedication is acknowledged and very much appreciated. A celebration of all honorees will take place at the district's end-of-the-year celebration on May 22, 2023 at Parsons Auditorium, beginning at 5.30 p.m. Our middle schoolers have begun building their vessels for the first annual Great Boat Race, and they still need plastic water bottles. Their watercraft must carry two school administrators in the race that will launch from Milford Harbor. Please be sure to send in any empty plastic water bottles you might have with your elementary or middle school student anytime before Friday, May 26th. Bottles will be gathered and delivered to the middle schools as they come in. The race will take place on Pirate Day here in Milford on June 4th. Our annual art show has been going on all week at Parsons. The hallways here in Central Office are filled with student artwork and will be on display until May 26th. Feel free to stop in at any time to see some of the great creative work from our students. The first and second floor are both open for viewing. Finally, registration for the Milford Eagles tackle football and cheer team is now open. The season begins August 1st. Cheer will be for ages 3 through 18, challenger cheer for ages 5 through 18, and tackle football for ages 6 through 13 with July 31st as the age cutoff date. Teams are filling up, so don't miss out. That's all we have for news today. Stick around for sports coming up next. Jonathan Law and Foran recently met on the softball field for their final games of the regular season. Law was coming in red hot with a 17-2 record. Foran came in on a three-game win streak of their own. Last time these two teams met, Foran handed Law their second loss of the season, which also ended up being their last loss. The Lawmen ended up getting the best of the lines this time around, winning 4-1 to extend the record to 18-2 and even the series at one apiece. Matty Bull had another excellent outing on the mound, throwing a one-hitter with 10 strikeouts. Foran takes a loss, but finish a respectable 12-8 on the year. Law is now rolling on a nine-game winning streak heading into the SEC playoffs, where they will take on Sacred Heart Academy first. Foran's boys lacrosse team grabbed a 16-4 win against Jonathan Law to extend their record to 13-3 on the year. They will have one more on the schedule as they look to finish the season strong with a win over Daniel Hand this afternoon. Foran's girls lacrosse team also grabbed an 18-5 win over Jonathan Law to advance to 14-2 on the year. They will play Guilford Saturday for their final game of the season. Jonathan Law's boys tennis team is starting to make some serious noise. They just took their sixth straight win after beating Lyman Hall in a four-hour match. We're talking about a team that started the season 1-11. 1-11! They are now 7-11 and, and one win away from qualifying for states. With two matches left in the schedule, both at home, they will take on Wilbercross today and Shelton on Monday. Jonathan Law's tennis courts are the place to be on those days. Do not miss it. Show up and show out. Finally, longtime Jonathan Law coach of 55 years, Charlie Phillips, is retiring. Congratulations and thank you for your dedication to our student-athletes and the Jonathan Law community. That's all we have for today in sports. We're going to be talking about the budget for the upcoming school year next with an interview from Superintendent Kutaya. Stick around.
The Board of Aldermen recently elected to pass a $106,290,134 budget for the 2023-24 school year, restoring approximately $1.6 million from what the Board of Finance approved. That's $170,000 short of what we requested. The Board of Ed will meet on Monday to decide what needs to be cut. Joining me now is Superintendent Dr. Anna Kutaya. Anna, can you tell us what your approach will be at Monday's Board of Ed meeting to address the shortfall in the budget? Sure thing, Cam. Uh, I'm first of all grateful that we're only dealing with about $200,000 uh, less than what we were requesting. That certainly makes the job easier than needing to close a school. So our approach Monday night uh, will be to recommend to the Board of Ed uh, some reductions that stay as far away from kids as possible. And that's our goal, right? Um, we know that all of our services are provided by people. We're a human capital driven industry. So we are going to try to stay away from impacting programs and services to young people. And I think we have a proposal that just does just that. Regardless of the financial work we're facing now, students in the Milford Public Schools continue to shine and do great work every year. Can you expand on that? Yeah, and I, and I think that our kids will continue to shine and do well because of the support that we have recently received by our elected officials, um, Board of Aldermen, Board of Ed, of course. And so we, we look forward to our young people having opportunities with high quality instruction, opportunities that are based in relationships, um, and opportunities that are going to get them to the vision of the learner. And a couple of things that we can look forward to is the completion of world language at the elementary school. I'm proud to say that preschool through 12th grade in Milford will be offered a world language. And that, that's something to be really proud of. I'm also so glad that we'll be able to expand our certified nursing assistant program and offer additional world language options to seniors at the high schools. So those are just a couple of things that I'm excited to be able to onboard for next year. Uh, and that just is an example how we can continue to do great things with what we have by continuing to improve what's happening in every classroom. And by the way, there are 491 learning spaces across the district. But it also shows that by uh, tweaking and making some improvements in some areas, it really could go a long way for our young people and our staff. And for that, I am super grateful. Next week, we're going to be back with another two-parter like we did for episode 18. Be on the lookout for another drop on Monday and Friday. We have more budget information coming soon. Thank you for listening and come back Monday for our most prevailing stories to date.